You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a GBR production. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podbean, Pandora, and all your other favorite podcast locations. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please... Stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. It's nice. I like to hear my own voice. I like to smell my own pussy. I shaved my head. I'm beating the chemo to the punch. Yeah. Guess who's back to play with your crack? It's Hey Pal, what's new? Oh, we're po- back, guys. This po- time we're really back. How about how about how about pull out your sack and finger your crack? I like that. I, one. Oh, that one's good. Like, <laughs> pull out your sack and finger your crack. It's it's hey Pal, like, what's new? It's like the gobbler. Remember the gobbler? Oh, the you gobbler. just pull it out the side there. When you had a rip in the freaking crotch, your jeans, you just pull your freaking bubble gum out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, we'll, we'll get the people watching. Uh, That's this sexual week. harassment, sir. I'll give. Uh, we'll get to the uh, people watching at the uh, at the Borgata this week. But hey, everybody! Yeah, Wait, we people are watching at the Borgata. People watching at the oh, Borgata. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying that like there's people watching us at the Borgata. I'm like, who the fuck is at the Borgata watching us? <laughs> yeah. Live at the Borgata. It's hey, pal, what's new? Live it's... at the Borgata at the slot machines with a giant arm. It's your mom. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the arm, big arm from going like this, and the other one from the bucket. Oh, you don't even use the you don't even use the handles anymore. It's all just buttons and freaking tickets. Like I remember, well, we'll get into all that later. But anyway, yeah, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks, man. We took a little bit of a breaky wakey. Well, well, you had you had family stuff, and then I went to visit my mother down in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping to have made it back Friday in time to do a show. It was like, oh yeah, and it was like, oh you'll be back at seven. No, you'll be back at eight. Yeah, eleven. 12. I got back at like 1 in the morning. Yeah, that old gag. Yeah, just you just keep seeing the freaking GPS going, oh, no. No, but that was fine. I mean, we had, you know, we, we had the Lord risen on Sunday for Easter. Zombie Jesus. Uh, yes, Zombie Jesus uh, came out and said, you know, did big arms. I want to do big arms. <laughs> he loves to do big arms. Um yeah, so we did that, and then we uh, we had a lot of stuff that went on, but we'll we'll definitely touch on that uh, in our Hey Pal, What's New segment. So, yeah, pal, uh, so you went down to South Carolina. I went, oh, days. I went down. Oh, South Carolina, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, thought, I thought we were going another direction with that. We'll get to that later. Mm, the roller coaster's open. <laughs> <laughs> the old bone roller coaster. I went down to visit my mom, brought like Mila and and Xander and Anastasia. Whoa. Who hasn't been down like there forever. You got her out of the room, huh? Yeah, she had a blast, man. She like played uh, mini golf. Good. You know, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, It's a good time. She got out and she had fun. She's got a job now. (laughs) Wow. She's working at the old BN. 
BN, Barnes, Barnes and Noble. Noble. Oh wow, they still have those, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there is one in Danbury. I know that. That's where, Pete, that's where Pete used to work. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, it's still there. The old Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I mean, people still go in to get books, which uh, is, is still a cool thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, where were we the past couple of weeks? Well, like I said, John went down to South Carolina. Uh, we did take a little uh, trip to Boston. Mm, uh, to... Boston. Butt sex. <laughs> Your cousin from Boston. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went there to uh, travel three, four hours to hang out in a hotel when we could have just hung out at our houses, you know. But we had tickets to see the Circle Jerks. Goddamn, Keith Morris got COVID. Fucking motherfucking COVID. You know, so we all thought. Suck it like, up, Nancy. I ran a half marathon with COVID. You could fucking do a show. That's right. I mean, you know, it's not like he's uh, hitting Steve Perry notes, but no. anyway, I digress. Who is? Um, Even yeah. Steve Perry's not hitting Steve Perry notes. <laughs> exactly. It's that little Filipino. And guy. apparently, neither is John Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. We'll get to that. Too definitely. soon? <laughs> no, no, not too soon at all. Um,. Yeah, so we went to Boston to go to a show that didn't happen. Cotton candy hair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Looking like my Aunt Joan. Just <laughs> <laughs> call him Joan Bon Jovi at this point. Oh, That's my God. shit. Yeah, he's got some freaking, he's got a nice feathery do. Um, yeah, so we went to, you know, and you know what sucked about that is that, I mean, they're still canceling. Shows, yeah. Shows. I did the New York one never happened. I don't. Yeah, think. Jeff offered me his ticket, and I was like, "Oh, I can't go. I'm going. I'm leaving for Myrtle Beach." And yeah, he's like, "Maybe." I was like, "Yeah, whatever." And then they canceled it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, th- I was seriously thinking about like, oh, maybe I'll just get a ticket and go. I know Manal couldn't go, but I was like, eh, I don't want to go without her. I don't want to go out with my friends. And but then it just got canceled anyway. They're still canceling at this point. So, yeah. But so we drove. We had the hotel rooms. We said, "Screw it. Let's just go on a trip." And we had a good time. We. We goofed around, drank some, you know, I, I drank tonic waters I with did. these guys. They, they, you guys. I'm starting to show my age. It's not like I drank a lot. No, and you know what? I'm sitting there, I, and, and that's a thing that always happens with alcoholics. I remember when I was seriously in drinking a lot, uh, I always thought everybody drank the same way as me. No. And I'm there on that weekend going, come on, guys, drink some beers. What the hell? <laughs> I think I, I think I had like. One at Dave and Buster's, and then one at the bowling alley, and one at the hotel. Yeah, in, in the span of like five hours. Yep. My girl definitely took the took the crap out of a freaking cigarette smoke pole. That was fun. Oh my god! <laughs> I told Sorry, Kat, man, I was like, she adorable. thought she was gonna. I was like, she went to go kick one of those smoke poles, think it was gonna like weeble wobble, and the top came off, and she went, oh shit, and stopped mid kick. Her foot went into it. The whole thing went down. She went down and stopping. I looked at her, go, what the fuck is up with these two? Who are these? Anybody know these people? <laughs> and the weirdest thing is, the next day I go outside. Not only is that one still knocked over, the other one is knocked over. So somebody got you know, drunk, excited, and was like. <laughs> Shit, let's do this. Um, Only in Boston. Yeah, so we went to that. Um, that was fun, even though it was a crazy trip. And one day we we still had a blast. We always have a blast together. Yeah. So it was good to see good old Mikey Stolper. He always fucking makes me laugh like nobody's business. My, AKA Mikey the truck driver. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. how's it going there, Mikey? Can you yeah. take this across the country for me? Are you going to get yourself a chimp and be like uh, BJ McKay? The- <laughs> BJ McKay and his best friend Bear. That's right. <laughs> Why I remember that I don't fucking see. Know. You know, it doesn't it doesn't phase me at all because he was one of the first people I or one of the only people I knew who had a CB radio in his car. Oh my god! Yeah, but so did Brian, right? Rizzuto had that fucking programmable horn. 
too. Yeah. That played like a dozen songs, but he only played the fucking generally. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. pack rednecks. Yeah, so that was one. And then, like I said, Easter. <laughs> Mini egg, not a freaking Easter grass or nothing. My, like my, my kids, my kids went to go see the. Uh, grandmother in massachusetts so it was just uh well manal and i did have a nice easter dinner we had a rack of lamb well a lamb food uh it, it wasn't a rack of lamb um but that was good there's and a then, nice rack on that lamb <laughs> you know that's look at those boob. teats yeah and then that uh just uh wednesday i had a birth day. no you have a bir- on 420 yep you know today's 422 yeah what about it it's 422. Oh. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Every time somebody asks for my, you know, uh, if I'm buying a pack of cigarettes or something, I'm like, what's your birthday? And I'm like, 420. They're like, Pfft. I'm like, really, dude? Keep it in. Come on, dude. I knew a guy named Michael Hunt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, that was his, that's his name. I work with him. Oh, poor Phil McCrevis. Um, uh, so yeah, I had a love. <laughs> Phil McCracken. Parents are cruel. <laughs> yep. So yeah, no, I, I took a couple days off and uh, had a lovely birthday with my girl. We went to the Borgata Hotel and Casino. Minus for the a stick days. on dildo. No, no stick on dildo this time. It was just a, a clear view. You know, it's really nice when we go down there because, you know, my girl, she's the freaking queen comp. of comp. She's the comp queen. Like we had ridiculous suite that's bigger than my apartment. All comped for two days. All the food we we ate was comped. Uh, she had slot dollar. Of course, we all go in and we we start. We started with like a hundred bucks each, and I said, "All right, we're gonna play." And I'm small time, right? I'm just hitting the slots. Um, but we were all up. At one point, she was up like fifteen hundred bucks. I'm like, "Damn!" Out of a hundred dollars, we played. Tap for, out, tap out, tap out. Yeah, we played for eight hours straight. And just, you know, I was playing all my favorites. I was playing my Walking Dead one. I was playing Little Shop of Slot Horrors. machines. Yeah. Okay. They have the big screens now. It's ridiculous. The leprechauns, man. The leprechauns were giving me lots of money. And then the next day, we, we dumped it all back in. And uh, I walked away with like 50 bucks. <laughs> what a junkie. Yeah. But it was fun. Everything was... I said, look, we got freaking two free day, two free nights and all the food. You know, we were literally stopping at Starbucks on the way out because it was free. We were like, oh, I'm just going to get some free Starbucks. But... Um, it was funny because I wanted to bring up a, a back in the day story about uh, the Borgata. You want to bring up a? Be- what the- oh, oh come on, man! Get on the freaking. I don't know where I went. Get on the stick. Oh, it's, it's garbage day. I, I quit. <laughs> oh, you found that one. <laughs> Sorry. It just I. I wanted to just we were talking about that before we start getting into our movie TV and it was like it reminded me, um, you know my family has always been uh, big with the casinos. Oh, they're a bunch of gamblers. Oh yeah, we're a bunch, bunch of degenerates. We're a bunch of degenerate Irish gamblers, and we love it. Um, and we I, used. To, it's like I quit drinking and started gambling. <laughs> yeah, and as a cigarette smoker, you go into the I call it the smoky slots. Oh. Which, Poor Manal's like sitting there, and like, of course, every game that she wanted to play was like in this, and I'm sitting there like freaking, you know, well, that's Michigan like J Frog with a big old fucking. That's cigarette. like when we played uh, bingo that time. We're sitting there, and it's like, oh yeah, ah, uh, you just start. I mean, and by the end of it, I was like, God damn it, I smoked too much cigarette just because I could. I was like, you know, can but, you vape? Uh, 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, right. they just have, like, smoking and non And you could definitely tell if you walked in the smoking section. It's just like, and I'm a smoker. I'm a, I'm a Marlboro Red smoker. And I can still be like, oh, my God. I just um, think I'm like, someone be sitting there, which is like, I'm vaping weed. Oh. I know it's, where's Mohegan Sun? Is it in New York? Well, Mohegan Sun is Connecticut. You guys went to? Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Oh, Atlantic City. Atlantic my City. name is Nucky Thompson from Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Yeah, well, the first di- legal dispensary in Jersey, like recreational, opened up, and they said mm-hmm. the fucking line was around the block. Oh yeah, I mean we all we all remember uh, ACB. You know, there's, there's a lot of uh, chicanery. It's 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 gotten bad. Well, at least we stay at the Borgata, which is like in the Bay, right? So you're not near that, and it reminded me. Like I said, we used to go all the time when we were a kid. Like th- my. My mom and her sister and, and the family would go gamble. Like, Nanny, my, my grandmother, would sit at Joker Poker till like, the sun came up, you know. Always – she was part of, you know, when it was the Trump Taj Mahal and Ooh. all that stuff. And, you know, my sister and my other cousin, Biz, they were young. They were, like, 10 or 12, you know, around that age. Going to the casino. They, they can't get in the casino. So, like, our parents would just be like, yeah, just, uh, you know, watch TV or go to the pool or, you know, maybe walk the boardwalk. At least they had that. Right. But they couldn't gamble. So, you know, I was at the age where I was, you know, as soon as you turn, I forget if it's like 18 or 21. I think it's 18 to gamble. Um, You know, all bets are off. and Now we're playing. But so the, the, my sister and Biz were bored out of their minds, right? right. I mean, how, they, they basically, like, locked them in the freaking hotel room <laughs> and was like, don't come out and call us unless it's important, you know? Um, so one day they decided, Greg, um, wouldn't it be fun? We got two tickets. Now, the Borgata, before it was the Borgata, used to be the Trump Marina, and then it was the Trump Castle. Mm, way back castle. The, way back in the day. So my mom, my mom and my aunt go... Greg, do you think it would? Do you want to take the girls to go see this show? We got this show at the Trump uh, Castle, and it's American Bandstand. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Siegfried and Roy. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no tigers. But they go. It's American Bandstand. They'll love it. It'll be on music from the fifties. It'll be great. We got two free tickets. I'm like, our tickets to the show. So I said, all right, I'll entertain my 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 sister and and my little cousin, right? So they had to be like 10 and 12, I would okay. say, around that. Young, but not like baby young, you know? So <laughs> we go, we get on a jitney. If everybody's been, ever been on a jitney, it's basically like a, a, a short bus, like taxi. Okay. That takes you around to different ones, casinos and stuff. Because I, I, I didn't have a car. So I dragged them on this jitney in fucking the middle of, you know, the hood. Because um, Atlantic City still to this day dump. Is, is still a dump. So we get on there, and I still remember being on hold because they would go, Magic awaits you at the castle. Magic awaits you at the castle. I'm like, there must be magic at this castle, right? Hmm. Take my take my sister and her, and we go, and we got these, like, great seats, right? They're right in the front, like, really in the front row in this table, right? So I'm like, hmm, this is cool. Like, I take, you know, they want, I want a soda. I want, you know candy i'm like all right whatever i get them candy and soda they sit down <laughs> we sit Please down tell me it was a strip show close <laughs> we sit down and then all of a sudden it's like bandstand bandstand it's got the bandstand on there out come the showgirls tassels maybe oh god it's fly i'm like 
I don't think this was on the American Bandstand show. Jesus. The whole thing was just, and their faces, like, that gaping mouth, like, like, yes, girls, someday you'll have tits like that. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with two children in the front row with these showgirls with thongs. You can see their hands and their tassels. And my parents, my mom was like, how was the show? I was like, oh, it was just fabulous. Um, but yeah, nowadays it's not the castle anymore. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, the Borgata. And Trump's name is not anything anymore. It's, they're trying to get rid of that whole shit. But, Donald uh, who? Donald who? Yeah. I, I, you know, the last time I went, we, we stayed. And it was funny because we were there for like three days. Um, you don't walk out of the casino at all. You no. Know? You don't leave. Cause, it's like a cruise ship. Yeah, yeah, because I remember last time we went in the summer, we'd go and you go walk on the boardwalk. I felt like I was in fucking Beirut. <laughs> well, let, let me ask you, is it because I've never been like we went for a concert. That's about all I've done there. Yeah. <clears throat> is it like when we went to Mohegan somewhere? It's like it's basically inside is like a mall. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, once you're at the Borgata, you're pretty much removed from the actual boardwalk. Right. The boardwalk has all like the. I mean, the Hard Rock Casino and all that stuff. Like, you go see concerts. Hard Rock was great to see a concert when I saw Guns N' Roses there. It was, it was easy. You can gamble. You can eat. It's right there. You can go right in the, right in the show. Um, but, yeah, the, the Borgata is more in a bay, so it's, like, removed from everything. So if you, we, if you do venture out into the boardwalk, it's pretty dicey. And we, we went out during the How day. Much- Needless to say... It's been a busy few weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, well, I got my daughter's birthday next Friday and my wife's birthday next Saturday. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's going to be fun. Uh, we uh, we got some news there for you. Are you, are you. are you ready? Are you back in? Uh, John, you got any news? Do you? <laughs> I, I I I do have some news. It's been a, you know, it's it's been a while, so I feel like all the old news is not worth talking about. Yeah. I mean, you know, Johnny Depp gives fucking Marilyn Manson drugs because he got his finger chopped off. Yeah, stuff like that. You know? Um, but uh, Ezra, I can't even say his name. I'm sure. Ezra Miller. Oh yeah, Ezra Miller. Dude, the best about that is like you hear all these things. He got like drunky at the karaoke bar or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like a week later, there's something about him getting in trouble. I was like, oh, why are they reprinting this? Like, oh no, 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 this is a new story. Yeah, <laughs> hang <laughs> on, like, kids. He's throwing chairs now, <laughs> which is amazing because he's in the new freaking <laughs> Dumbledore, the fucking the Fantastic Beasts, the story of Dumbledore, or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm like, and they've we talked about the fact that they put. Flash, the Flash movie on hold for the time being because like, yeah. I was like, yeah, good luck digitizing that guy out of that. Yeah, I mean that thing's already done and in the can, so I mean, as you know what as... else is in the can? But definitely with that Dumbledore movie, they were just like, yeah, just sweep out yeah, We'll just there. pretend like you know, talk about if we cursed. don't if we don't push him, we'll just you know nobody will notice. Yeah, yeah, I've I've never watched any of those Fantastic. I've watched movies, them so all. I'm sure you have. Well, the worst <laughs> is like to put it. To link the two, like with all the shit with Johnny Depp, they you fucking him took him too. out of the movie. Yep. Yeah. And you're finding out like he was fucking abused as a kid, abused by his wife. Like, but men can't be abused. Okay. Is that why he wears all those bracelets? But I love that man. We'll get to the oh, movie yeah. part of that. I rewatched uh, Black Mass. 
fucking he's so good in that movie. Is that the um Whitey Bulger Whitey movie Bulger we movie. talked about? Yeah. Uh it was it was on HBO Max and I was like Of course it is. I got to watch it. Well, HBO Max is getting the first bit of news. The uh I don't know how DC you are but like the John Constantine show. Okay. They're rebooting it and Again? it's Oh yeah. And they got this guy Sope Dirisu. I don't I don't know him. I've seen looked at some of what he's in. I don't know any of the movies or stuff. He's a he's a British fella. No relation to Shampoo Dirisu? No. <laughs> so but we're getting a John Constantine show. It's Drop very the soap Dirisu. I don't very very early. Um Netflix. You're gonna love this one. Mm. This is right up your alley. Netflix has finally wrapped filming and everything on their Wednesday series. It's a Tim Burton production, Wednesday Adams. Oh. And Christina Ricci's got a part in it. They won't disclose what her part in it is. Okay. You know, jugs. Um, and who's playing Wednesday Adams? But Jenna Ortega. Oh. Now, I don't know if you know her. If you've watched the stuff for that movie X, she's the one girl. She's in that movie. She's yeah, like the. I'm dying to see that movie. That's got to be a watch yeah, list. On my, on my watch list, I watched it. But Jenna Ortega plays Wednesday Adams, so. Interesting, and it's a Tim Burton thing. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we've talked. He about didn't it. direct his Tim Burton, Burton production, which basically means Tim Burton it, opened up his wallet and was like, "Here's some money to make." It's going to be dark and gothic and sad. Which yeah. I, <laughs> I went on a whole rant with that actually last week about Tim Burton because, dude, I get it. Right. Like you're sad. You, you're not sad anymore. I mean, yeah. come on, Edward Scissorhands. Everything's got to be. He made even Dumbo fucking sad. And, I mean, and, it's a sad story, but you know, you don't have to make Dumbo gothic like. No, good on, good on Tim Burton. I'm sure it'll be bright and delightful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and now we all know I love my toys. And on Star Wars Day, which I always like, you know, they p- play fast and loose with the Star Wars Day. Because to me, Star Wars Day is May the 4th. Of course. But now they want to play like Star Wars Day is like May 20, whatever. Like the date that 25th New Hope first came out. Yeah. Okay. But on Star Wars Day, the May the 4th one. I love my Legos. They're releasing the Lego Luke Skywalker land speeder kit. Ooh. Thing is like this fucking, it's like huge. Nice. And uh, 200 bucks huge. Of course. So I'm putting that on my list with the uh, the new uh, Batman Batmobile Lego kit. Nice. Yeah, Legos are not cheap, my <clears throat> friend. They no. are freaking expensive. And there's the ones that are like the, like, it's like a mosaic one that's like the little rivets. And you use them to make like a C3PO. And even those ones are like over a hundred bucks. I'm like, what the fuck is that a hundred bucks of rivets? I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Net, net, <laughs> net, net, well, Netflix has I still finally... haven't put together my I'm sorry, I didn't That's mean okay. to cut you off, but I, I still haven't put together that guitar. Okay, I keep looking at it. One night you're gonna be sitting there going like Manol's not around, what am I gonna do? Uh, I'll build the fucking Lego. Or your daughter's gonna go, Dad, why haven't you built the Lego? You you wanna build it? Let's build it. That's right. I'm waiting for them. That's uh, that's my excuse. I'm waiting for them to come over. I was I was excited in one of my movie watches that, that Violet was over and she actually sat and watched the whole movie with me. Ooh. Usually it's like half hour. She's like, I'm done. She walks upstairs. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, just can I hang out with your father and watch a movie? Cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. <laughs> well, in two pieces of related news, Will Smith had this. They were planning a sequel. I don't know if you ever watched the Will Smith Bright movie that was on Netflix. Oh, where he was a cop. With, uh, no, it was him. He was a cop with the fucking like, I don't know, like ogres or gargoyle demons. Or, I don't fucking. Did it know. come out on Palm Sunday? Get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they 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 put the uh, kibosh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> they put the kibosh on the sequel to that. 
apparently unrelated to Oscars. I'm going to say it's related to the next bit of news is that Netflix subs are way down again. Oh, I saw that. That was delicious. Uh, when they got shit content and they're like, well, we got to crack down on the password sharing. I was like, yeah, that's your answer. Yeah, and you know what? It's the most expensive one out of all of them. The fact that I'm paying, actually, I'm paying $8 now. I noticed that, like eight fifty for Disney Plus when freaking Netflix is 15 Yeah. It's like, that's why we're all sharing passwords, you dumb fucks, because you're putting out Stranger Things, which hasn't been out in, like, two years, Ozark. I think that's about it. And there was something I wanted to watch about John Wayne Gacy, but that's about it. Oh, the, the Confessions with a Killer? Yeah, I want to see that. I do, I do want to watch that. I watched something Netflix. Oh, uh, season two of Russian Doll. I heard that was good. It was all right. Season two was all right. Season one was really good. But, but like... I think the problem is, and I've said this with UFC, it's the same thing. It's like you're gonna charge seventy bucks for a fucking pay per view UFC. Yeah. How about this? You charge thirty bucks, and instead of me going, let me get four of my friends together to come over to my house and split the freaking seventy bucks. Yeah. Oh, it's thirty bucks. I'll just buy it and watch it myself, and then my four friends would just buy and watch it themselves. You just made a hundred and twenty bucks. That would have been seventy bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's just the fact that everything is. Growing up, like, you know, when these, it's great that these new movies are, it, it like, you know, for X, like X, for example. Right. Like, I was like, oh, wow, it's out. Like, I can rent it. That's, I wanted to see it in the theater, but shit, all right, I'll watch it. It's like 20 bucks to yep. rent it, not to own it, to fucking rent no, it. No, thanks. And then it's like, <laughs> but yet, Bat, the Batman goes on HBO Max 45 days after the release. Like, here it is. I mean, you could buy it on iTunes for 30 bucks, but it's you free could. on HBO Max right now. Yeah. You know, for HBO Max, I mean, HBO Max right now is killing it, you know, and they have the content, you know, Netflix, they were the first to do it. And, you know, they're great. And they're they're starting to play around with um, doing commercial tiers, yeah. you know, which some people will go with, you know, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think that's I how they justify. I think that's how they justify like, oh, we're going to raise the prices to like ten dollars, but you can get the ad free version for like, you know, five ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah, and some people will do that, I'm sure. I won't, but... At, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's... I think it's... I've still got, like, prepaid for the next two years of Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, it, it, I, I would pay $15 for Disney+, Plus just for their content. That's what I'm saying. Well, With Netflix... Disney's it, in Dutch right now, but... Yeah, well, yeah, they don't have that freaking Mickey money. Yeah, um, somebody's got to do a deep dive into Disney, like the dark side of that and oh, all that. Well, I've I've heard for years about the movie those people who filmed the movie inside Disney World. Mm. I can't remember the name of it. I've heard talked about it so many times. They filmed like a renegade movie inside Disney World. Wow, that is all like it's like a horror movie. I think it's actually pretty creepy for the fact. I remember I went to a convention, uh, for work, and they they rent out like they they rented out a spot in Universal that right, you, and it's just weird walking through the park when it's like closed oh yeah you had to walk to like this certain area and you're just kind of like and that one time we went down there for marching band where they they took us in the back and it was like oh like you know marching bands just appear out of nowhere like because they sneak you in and all it's pretty fascinating stuff so that movie is called escape for escape from tomorrow it's a 2013 like independent horror film but huh. these guys, it tells the story of an unemployed father having increasingly bizarre experiences and disturbing visions on the last day of a family vacation at Disney World. So is it? It's is it, it's not a Disney movie. These people like brought can't like they were to, they act like they were tourists, 
and filmed this movie inside Disney property. Oh, so it is like a true story. No. <laughs> no, it's it, it's like one of those like renegade shot movies like Oh, like a guerrilla marketing kind of yeah. Yeah. I've never watched it. I've never watched it. I'm really interested to see it. It sounds um, cool. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it is it's it is weird when you go down to Orlando where it's just like everything is just run by that company. But oh, yeah. you know, Look, I you know, like you said, we don't want to get political and all that stuff, but it's just like I, I get it, you know. Like my daughters say that stuff all the time. Like I talk to Violet, she's like, oh, "I gotta go to health class," and it's like, "Why?" It's like because she's like, "They should just call it obvious," <laughs> you know. Like, don't you know? Don't vape. Uh, you know, use a condom. Like, and she's like, "I don't want to hear about herpes and." Anal warts and shit like that, like you know, like AKA speed bumps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Balloon knots. <laughs> uh, so here's I don't know how you are about Chris Pine in a Chris Pine tree. Chris Pine. But they finally announced the D and D movie details. It's, yeah, what is the name of it? Uh, Honor Among Thieves. Okay. Starring Chris Pine, it comes out on three three twenty three. Ooh. There's a quick teaser for it. That's about all that's out there. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's better than that one they did a long time ago. Oh. It, it's just like, you know, take a medieval movie, throw D&D on it, whatever. I mean, unless it's like a bunch of people throwing 20-sided die, you know, I, or whatever. And um, my, it's like the War, Warcraft movie. It's like they're playing on the theme of the game yeah. as the premise for or the worst fucking movie ever, Battleship. <laughs> Battleship. <laughs> um, it's right up there with Rampage. So now there's a a being mortal film. They had a they had a stop production on this movie. Nobody was shot. Okay. But now, as what happened way back when they were filming the Charlie's Angels movie, there are some accusations of uh, inappropriate behavior from Mr. William Murray, Bill Murray. Naughty boy. No, that but see, Billy Murray. I, I read up on it. Apparently, his shit with the Charlie's Angels was I f- I forget the actress's name. It'll come to me. Um, she accused him of being Lucy like Lou. Lucy Lou accused him of being like wow. I just I had a one in three shot. I was like, all right. Uh, she accused Lucy him Lou. of being like super verbally abusive. Like in one of the scenes they're filming, he's like yelling and yelling like horrible, offensive, insulting things. And she's like, he's looking in my direction. I'm like, are you fucking talking to me? She's like, I challenge him. I'm like, are you talking to me? And just got into it with them. And but they halted production on this movie because of that. So. I don't know, man. I don't Bill know Murray if it's a national treasure, though. I know, but it's, it's I, a weird I'm not trying to excuse him, but I'm like, he's a comedian. They're gonna say horribly a freaking funny man, Bill Murray. But he's again, a little off his rocker, you know. He is. We all know that. But uh, hey, man, I he's in some of my favorite comedies of all time. I mean, come Are on. you now, or have you ever been a homosexual? No, but we're willing to learn. You mean like flaming? <laughs> <laughs> have either Have you ever been convicted of a crime? Convicted? No, never convicted. No. <laughs> I was telling my students about that. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, Bill Murray stripes. Like, who? Oh. I was like, forget it. Or one of the most underrated Bill Murray movies of all time, Meatballs. Oh, Fucking God. Meatballs, dude. It, it just, just doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It just doesn't matter. No, it wasn't Meatballs we'll where he's like, we'll the Wabbit. Did the, Ger- did the, did the, wait, did the Germans give up when they invaded Pearl Harbor? <laughs> no, the oh, Americans no, give up. That's Animal House. That's Animal House. But um, what the fuck was supposed to do, you moron? <laughs> <laughs> Another great Bill Murray that I had to turn Manny on to because he loves Hunter Thompson is Where the Buffalo Roam. Oh, the original, yeah, there before it. Johnny Depp. Yep. Can't stay here. Back country. 
<laughs> so that's Let's it get for down me. to brass tacks here. That's it for me. Get down to the brass tacks here. How much for the ape? <laughs> speaking, speaking of speaking of news, a bucket of his diarrhea. It was liquid, hot liquid. <laughs> so that's all I got for uh, news there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good times. Yeah, see, we're getting back into the swing of things. It's all good. So yeah, no, um, I guess we can go through our movies and TV and and all that good stuff. I mean, we we touched on it a little bit. I was telling you before we jumped on the mic, um, I didn't really see a lot of movies. I mean, like I said, I rewatched Black Mass. If you haven't seen that movie about Whitey Bulger, fucking amazing. That's what I leave in the toilet. A Black Mass. Uncle Owen is in there, uh, who's going to be on the Obi-Wan show. He plays oh, that's the, uh, right. Yeah, I forget, I forget his name all the time. But, uh, I mean, it's got a cavalcade of stars in it. You got Kevin Bacon. You got, you know. That man's struck pay dirt. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a fascinating story. But other than that, like, I did get a chance, and I did watch... On, speaking of Netflix, um, I'm giving them my hard-earned money because I watched Metal Lords oh, on, on Netflix. I think we talked about that movie coming out at one point. Yeah, it, 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 Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine was producing it. And <sighs> I went into it going like, all right, this is going to be like Napoleon Dynamite, like goofy yeah. slapstick comedy. Let me tell you, it was a heartwarming story. Am I going to cry? Yeah, I almost did. I'm hitting that point in my life where my testosterone levels are dropping and my estrogen levels are rising, hence oh the God. man tits. I mean, I'd like to blame it on that, but I'm just a fat fuck. <laughs> um, you know, you and me both, I watch fucking shows. I don't know about you. I watch shows nowadays. I'm just like watching. I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, am I crying? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, well, that 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 brings me to when uh, I went. I was, you know, I've been on the Zoloft for a while to keep from killing y'all. Um I decided my first year of sobriety, right? I was like, I don't need this shit anymore. Fuck this stuff. I don't need it. I'm, 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 I'm clear. I'm sober. I, t- I stopped taking the Zoloft. And it was it, actually, I didn't get a lot of side effects from it. Like some people talk about having brain shocks and and you get all fucked up. Yeah, where it's like somebody's like, <laughs> if you just quit it cold turkey. I just one day after a year of sobriety, I was like, fuck it. And I thought, because I'm like, this isn't really doing anything for me. So I went to see Bohemian Rhapsody by myself in the theater. I knew I was in trouble the first time the trailer for Rocket Man came on. And I was like, this is my dad's favorite artist. Oh, shit. And I start like, <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with me? And then, <laughs> and then at the end, I'm like, and he played Live Aid, and he had AIDS, and he knew it. And, and he's just, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God, I cried you like a blubbering baby. Oh, like just a big, like that freaking character at Inside Out, the blue chick. You know? I, I can't really say anything because I get like that with fucking some TV shows. I'm oh like... yeah, but uh, yeah, getting back to Metal Lords, it was it was good. If if you're into, you know the, the 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 main character, well, there's the drummer and the guitar player. I wish I knew their names and I should have wrote them down. But um, the guitar player is like this, like fucking, you know, he's just like everything's metal, you know. And he he gets one of his friends to, you know, start a band with him. Right. And he's a drummer, but he's not that good. And, you know, and the the guitar player is like, here, listen to all these songs. Like, he just gives him, like, a list of all these songs. And 
he slowly begins to get good. Like, and then he meets a girl, and the girl's a cello player, and they fall in love, and, and you know, then he starts to get good, and, and, and he's a, and the guitar player is a real fucking dick, and like, oh. but then they get, I thought it was going to be, like, you know, goofy, and sl- it was like a, a heartwarming story about, like, a coming-of-age story. I think I'm going to cry tonight. And I, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but we did talk about this, this one scene. It kind of reminded me if you've ever seen that movie, The Rocker, with Rain Wilson. Yes, that movie's so good. I love That's that the one where he's drumming naked. Yes, he doesn't realize they're zooming. It was very similar to that, but it was more of like kids, like learning. You know, he's learning his craft. Next thing you know, he's playing War Pigs by Sabbath, and he's getting good. And then these other kids, it's a battle of the bands at the end. Ooh. You know, like, and the, the the metal guitar players, the battle of the bands. You I know, miss battle of the bands. Yeah, and so the, to make a long story longer, the drummer ends up he's. He's in the beginning. He was pining for this like unobtainable girl. Um, she doesn't notice him from Adam. Now all of a sudden he's a drummer. He starts playing these gigs, and now she's like, "Oh, something." So he's in the hot tub, and the girl comes in. She's typical blonde, like you know, bombshell. Starts you know putting the moves on him and stuff. And he but he's seeing this like cello girl, and the cello girl's very sweet, and they're like you know first time virgins, all that shit. And he looks up. And then there's Scott Ian from Anthrax. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? You have a girlfriend. You shouldn't be doing that. And then Tom Morello comes in from Rage Against the Machine. He's just like, yeah, man. You should be... And then Rob Halford comes walking in. And they're like all his conscience. And there was one other person I can't remember, but it was just so... I, I really, really enjoyed it. I give it... I, I don't know if I'd give it fully erect. I'd give it like definitely a three-quarter chub, slap it a little bit. All right. You know, it's got the three quarter with a J curve. It's wow. that it's that close. Um, and that was the only one I watched. It did, and to bring it around the other side, um, I did finally watch Halloween Kills. Um, oh boy, yeah, that was like a quarter chub slapping it to kind of get it like moving. Uh, I, I'm hoping that it's just one of those things where like Halloween Ends is gonna you know finalize it, and make it great. But that movie was just. The kills were insane. Okay. Which normally in a Halloween movie, it's very like suggested and, and, and whatnot. So the kills were gory and crazy as shit. But the story, oh my God, it was just like, evil dies tonight. You're like, how many times are they going to say this? And fucking Laurie Strode is barely in the movie. So anyway, those were my movies. Well, I did watch, we talked about X, the horror movie. Yes. I did watch it. I very much enjoyed it. I can't wait to watch Very, it like, reminiscent of those 70, 70s horror movies. You got, like, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel to it. And it definitely did have a Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel to it. Um, no spoilers here. The, the It has that, like, you know, the crazy kills. Like, I'll just give you a sort of a spoiler one kill and one kills the guys like sees these hole he's in the barn he looks at the holes and all he's like what the hell's over there and he looks and all of a sudden thunk pitchfork through the holes into his eyes and it's like <laughs> and he's just sitting there and all of a sudden it's like 
and he just drops to the ground. So it's a lot of crazy yeah, that was, kills. That was kind of in the trailer. Yeah. Looking through the people. So there's a lot of that. There's the like crazy, wacky, didn't, well, you sort of expect, but don't expect that like wacky twist at the end that like, mm. oh God, there's going to be a sequel to this kind of thing, which yeah. was really nice. Yeah. No, I've been dying to see it. I know the director and writer, Ty West. He's done a couple of horror. You know movies. him? You guys his friends? Me and Ty West are like this. I'm the pinky. Um <laughs> No, he um he's done a couple of indie horror movies and this one is seemingly like a pretty bigger one. What what got him. me is like so it, for those who don't know the premise of this, this group of people go up to this farm, this property in the middle of fucking nowhere to to film a porn. Yeah. Called like The Farmer's Daughter. I literally, that's what the porn is supposed to be like. Oh, this guy goes to this this black guy, you know, your typical seventies porn. This blackout, a big fucking cock shows up at the par- the the farmhouse kind of thing. And well, my daddy's not here, but you can come in and wait for him. And mm-hmm. like you know, they're fucking. But the like, there's nudity. And what threw me off was the fucking girl from Britney Snow, who's yes. in like Pitch Perfect and all those other fucking movies. Oh yeah, okay. This, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking getting banged. Nice. (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? But the other girl I mentioned before that's in, um, the Wednesday movie, she plays Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Uh, her name was Jenna Ortega. Yeah. She's in tacos. Oh, they're Ortega tacos. (laughs) They're great taco shells. Like, when you see her, she was in the screen movie. Okay. She's the girl in the beginning on the phone. (laughs) Yeah. I think on the, in the beginning, but this broad. Oh, yeah. She's in it. Okay. And she basically plays like the sound guy's girlfriend. Weird. Who at one point is like, this is horrible. I'm a Christian girl. It's like, it's about having fun, baby. And then she's like, I want to be in a scene. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. But they, this farm, there's this old couple that lives there that owns it. And the guy's like, I talked to you about coming up here. It's like this whole, yeah. I'm not going to say anymore, but it was really good. Give it a watch. I yeah. went and saw that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. Oh. I, I, I liked it. It looks cute. You know, it's a great movie. Like, like I think even like Violet would probably enjoy it. I don't know if you've seen the first one. Watch the first one. Yeah, it's very much in the the same kind of vibe and wheelhouse and entertainment value as the first one. So I did enjoy it. You were always a Sega guy. Oh, dude, I freaking played Sonic. That I I majored in Sega <clears throat> in college. So you're, you <laughs> was the Sega you played had Knuckles in it? No, did, I don't. But think it had so. t- did it have tails. The little fox with two tails that flies around. Probably, I mean, I did do a lot of drugs. Well, those are the so, those are the two new characters in this. You got they bring Knuckles in, mm-hmm. played by Idris Elba, who's like, I'm not nice. going to do this sexy, and that went out the window. And about that's impossible for Idris Elba not to do sexy. The man just voice. Dro- yeah, he just em- emotes sexy. Yeah. Mm. Um, just to, just to trail back a little bit, I don't know if you want to, uh, on the movie X. Did you hear that they are actually going to release the movie The Farmer's Daughter? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be awesome. I heard the rumor about it. It's like the movie that it, the movie within a movie. Is it far- gonna star the people that were in it? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna. I I think they. I, I we should look it up. You know, don't. But I know that they talked about releasing that movie. Oh, that's um, fucking hilarious. Just so you can. Go, it's like a companion piece to go with it. But a anyway, little. yeah. So, yeah, Sonic Two. Um, I'll give Sonic Two half to three quarter chub. Nice. I'll give I'll give X that that three quarter with a fucking curve. The three quarter with a J curve. You yep. gotta have that J curve. It hits the spot. Now <laughs> I also I think I talked to you about that I was gonna that it was up 
um, came out. The Brian Wilson, the Long Promise Road documentary. Yes. I'm not even going to give it a chub rating. It was just an informative documentary. I found out some shit about, you know, Brian Wilson that I didn't know. The only thing, most of what I knew about Brian Wilson was like, you know, list, hearing Beach Boy songs, knowing them, and, you know, yeah. the uh, Bare Naked Lady song. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really interesting character. We had talked oh. before uh, we got a mic about uh, Love and Mercy, which was a great movie. Um, with Paul Dano, which yep. I forgot. He was the young, he was the best part of that movie. Oh, sure. The, old, the older Brian Wilson john cusack i was like why is john cusack walking around like a weirdo um but the young one i mean he if you really if you if you enjoyed that doc i'm, I'm sure it went into it really deep as far as i got into a rabbit hole too oh. from love and mercy like you know daryl used to always be like pet sounds best fucking album of all time yep. and i'm like all right you mean like fucking surfing safari that bullshit he's like no you gotta listen to it and then because he had that schizophrenia, he would hear all these harmonies in his head constantly. Yep. And he would. He and would they just talk sit. about it. Yeah. And he was just a prolific, just amazing. I mean, he's still around. He's just amazing. They talk about how they how they recorded that album and how they were record like some of the stuff was recorded in like at the same time in like three separate, completely separate studios. Yeah. And there's that one scene where he's he's got all these instruments, you know, like. People, oh yeah, rock star guy, whatever. He's just like he's picking out, like, oh no, you have to. The oboe is, you know, it's it's not tuned. Like he could hear every single thing. And there's one scene where he's in a studio and he's just staring for like three hours, just in complete silence. And he's just like, no, can't record here. Just something about it. I just can't. Like he's just, yeah. a, he's one of those. How like, true that actually is, I don't know. But yeah, I'm sure they played it up a little. At first, bit. I thought he like had like mental issues because of like he talks about dropping acid and doing drugs. But then I was, I was like, yeah, that'll fuck you up. And then I realized, like, nope, he was like that before the drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and there's some really, I've, there's some footage out there too of uh, the soundboard, like when they're in recording, you know, the harmonies and stuff like that, which he would. Brian would like take all, you know, he picked out all the parts and Mike Love, asshole. <laughs> He's just oh, like, oh. he wanted to do all the hits and, you know, Brian Wilson wanted to do all the experimental shit. But there's a soundboard recording of them doing the harmonies and stuff and the father, it, it'll give you fucking chills. Like, he's just such a dick. Like, and that's a real recording? And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, in between takes, he'd be like, you know, Brian, what the what the hell, fuck, what the fuck are you doing? Like, dude, you just, stop being such an idiot. You're such a weirdo. He's just, and you could tell he's just treating him like garbage oh. in front of. And there was that one part where he, we were talking about it from the other movie, where you know he comes up to Brian and he goes, "Good news, I sold the whole you catalog, know, <laughs> the whole catalog for three hundred thousand dollars. You're set." And he's just like, "That was my music, like, yeah, because the father had manager control yep. or whatever." He goes, come on, you'll be thanking me, you know, like, ouch. <laughs> Nobody wanted that shit. <laughs> yeah, he was saying, nobody's going to give a shit about this music 20 years from now. Wow. Yeah, <sighs> so that sounds great. I love I love Brian Wilson. I love Pet Sounds. It was worth a watch, yeah. the documentary, because they had a lot of that footage you're talking about in there. Mm -hmm. And the guy who made the movie is like Brian Wilson's son, and the guy who did the interview with him for Rolling Stone and in the course of doing that interview, they became really, really good friends. Okay. And he's like, Brian would just be like, let's just go for a ride and talk. And they would get in the car and just drive around and talk. Yeah. 
and they filmed it. They put cameras in the car and just filmed it. Wow. Him and Brian went to different places, went to studios and stuff. And yeah, he's just a fascinating guy. And yep. it was so tragic between his father and the doctor that basically kept him drugged up to oh. like you know. That they got rid of and then brought back and then got rid of again. Yeah. I will say the movie did give me a more of an appreciation, you know, because I was like, yeah, you know, serving the bar, like all that shit. That's all I really knew of them. But like watching the documentary, I started like seeing, like you said, all the genius that goes into the music, the harmonies and like everything. I was like, wow, I got to give the Beach Boys another listen. Yeah. I mean, definitely listen to Pet Sounds or Brian Wilson's Smile, which is really good. Yeah. It's uh, even Paul McCartney said, God only knows is the most perfect song ever written, and well, if you listen to it, you're like, and you just you've heard it in like fifty first dates. Yeah, that movie, you're like, nah, 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 nah. you listen to that now, after watching that documentary, get some headphones, put on some. Pet well, that's sounds. like Stolpe said to me about the last Iron Maiden album. Got to put headphones on, listen to it because you'll hear the, just you'll hear that everything that you're supposed to hear in take, that music. Take a couple hits off the vape, put on the freaking pet sounds. What vape? I don't. Yeah, you know, me, <laughs> Manny. <laughs> Can I borrow your vape? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying you got to get yourself in that. Like that's a lost art too. When we talk about music, where yeah, putting on headphones like cans like this, not the fucking buds. If I see another freaking Apple AirPod thing, they look like the freaking something about Mary jizzed in their ear. Oh. I just want to pull them out every time I well, see somebody. Well, well, look. So, so then the the last movie I saw, mm. I'm gonna talk about that, but. Having seen movies recently, more movies in the theater, I got so accustomed to watching stuff on my computer. It's like right there in front of you. But going to the theater is getting that the sound over there, the sound over there. There's nothing that compares to that. Coming close to it, the new, the newer Apple headphones have that Dolby Atmos stuff in it. So like when you're watching it, and I'm like watching the show, and I go like this. The sound changes, so it's like your head has moved. Away. It, it tracks where you're looking. Oh yeah, I mean technology is. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm but nothing makes, beats that the the. I, so the other like, movie. Remember I with saw, the Batman when we saw yeah. the Batman and the freaking chairs were rumbling. Well, and that was the thing about this. The last movie I saw, The Northman. I went last night. It came out last night. Went to the very first showing at seven o'clock last night. Wow. And it was fucking amazing. I mean, the way it was filmed, the tracking of the camera, just everything about that, the soundtrack, like the the um, the score. That's yeah. the word I was like. The score was not one of these like it could have been, and I just didn't notice it. It wasn't just like overly orchestrated with like a whole fucking string quartet, not even a quartet, a whole like orchestra playing the music. Mm. It was literally like you know Viking drums and like oh yeah. Sometimes those simple ones, like you know, we talk about like like Joker. That, yeah. That. All it is is just that that cello or that one, you know, that one mm-hmm. theme, you know, just going through it. Like sometimes less is more. You don't need like you know, somebody walk into the freaking you know mailbox. It's like it's like it's like dude, calm down. Yeah. Um. Now I've heard a lot of good stuff about that that movie, and that movie was like I think we we talked about this earlier, like you and me. It was very like a mix of Shakespeare and Excalibur. And you hit the nail on his. You said it's like a, a Viking Othello. Yeah, and it's exactly what it was. But it was so good. And fucking Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> Alexander He well, you know, in the movie, the the whole premise is he's this kid who his dad is the king, played by uh, Ethan Hawke. Oh, and the <clears throat> he like preps him to be the next king, and then he gets killed, and then they try and kill him, and he takes off, and then fast forward like. 
years later. That they don't yeah. tell you how many. It's like years later, and he's a fucking berserker, <laughs> and he's in this. He's like rowing the boat, and I'm just sitting there going, I just go like some fucking idiots. It's like two empty theater, the biggest theater in in the Galleria. <laughs> I'm in the very back row, right under the projector booth, and I'm just like. And then I look, and there's this guy like two seats away from me. I was like, dude, there's a fucking million seats here. Why do you got to sit two away from me? He's like the guy with the urinal right yeah. next to you. And then they, they start rowing. I go, put your back into the oar. <laughs> and the guy looks at me. He's like, what? And I was like, that's right. He's <laughs> like, you want to sit next to me? This is what you're getting, buddy. That's right. Fucking start rowing, bitch. But it was so good. I That one I'll give a fucking full erect to. Ooh, nice. Nice stiff fucking Viagra L- little over, Little over two hours, and I was like, wait, that... It's over. That's like a that's like a Seattle's boner, huh? It, nice. I thought so. Maybe I'm just skewed. No, I've heard that was some, my feeling of it. I've heard some really good stuff about it. Like I, it was funny because it just kind of came out. Yep. And now I'm watching. I'm seeing all these reviews of people going, you know, talking about. It. I'm like, wait, what movie is this? That, that just came out. I'm like I'm just kind of out of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, my stuff more uh, as we transition over into TV. I mean, that's really what I've been watching. Uh, you know. There's some stuff that we talked about. I mean, Better Call Saul. Have you started watching that? No. You have. You, you're not into the Saul. No, I watched. No, I mean, uh, for all you Breaking I, Bad I, fans, I did watch the er, the first two seasons of Better Call Saul, and then I just kind of gave up on it. Really? It's 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 good. It's really good. Well, I mean, isn't it's this up- the last season? Yes. So maybe I'll wait for this season to be over because you know he did have a heart attack in the midst of making yeah. this fucking season. Yeah, it took a while. Like it. Started they they debuted the first two episodes on AMC Plus, um, mm-hmm. which uh, you know if you're a Breaking Bad fan and you're you're sleeping on Better Call Saul, you got it. I mean it's just, I mean Vince Gilligan and they, they they're still the same team that are writing it. The, it's, the whole story, what got me was the whole storyline with him and his brother. I was like, oh my god, and then him being get, in love with that girl. Once you get past that, it's uh it's getting into Breaking Bad territory. Okay, now. so good. You know, you got the Gus Frings, and you got the Mikes, and you got the... I wonder if we're going to have a fucking Heisenberg... Oh, yeah, they have to. Cameo. They have to. I mean, they did it for El Camino. I mean, the fuck, you know? Um, I didn't watch that either. It was good. It was all right. It it wasn't necessary. No. But, well, it's the same. And you know how I am with prequels. I fucking hate prequels most of the time. For me, too. You know, but this is like... It, it's just... It, what's cool about it is that... You know, it, it tells the story of how he becomes Saul Goodman. Right. He, he was Jimmy McGill. Saul Goodman. Now he's Saul Goodman, you know. Um, and he gets into some shit. Um, but it also does a flash forward of him being at the manager of Cinnabon, where he's Gene. Oh, God. So you kind of go, you know, only in the, the beginning of some episodes, they fast forward to Gene and working at Cinnabon and how miserable he is. And there's one, I think in the last season... Uh, at the end of season five, you know, he's just sitting in the mall, like, you know, he's got a mustache, he's, his hair is gone, and he's just kind of eating, you know, his lunch, and, you know, he, he's in uh, Wisconsin or something like that, I forget, somewhere in the middle of nowhere where they sent him. And this, this one, of, one of the kids walks by and he goes, better call Saul. Like, he outs him. Like, oh, he God. goes, and he goes, come on, say it, you're that guy. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, and he's like, Come on, you gotta be. And then finally, he just is like, "Better call Saul," you know. And then he freaks out because he's been seen by somebody. So he goes and calls the vacuum cleaner guy. And see, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about now because I don't know any of this stuff. 
Well, yeah, I mean, this is... The last thing I remember watching was, like, the whole thing with him and his brother and fighting for control of that law firm shit or whatever. And I was like, isn't that what I signed up for? Yeah, no, that ends pretty quickly. Um, And then once he does, he starts getting into... Then you start getting into, like, Gus Fring. Like, season three. Starts getting into Gus Fring. So pick up at season three. Got it. Yeah. Skip the whole shit. Like, go there. You get the Chicken Man. You get Mike Ermintraub. You get... uh, the Salamancos. Okay. You get the fucking the, the the twins. All right. Yeah. So it starts, and then every once in a while you'll see like a Huel walk by. You're like, oh fuck, it's Huel. You know, <laughs> like. So if you're into Breaking Bad, they give you like little nuggets here, and it does That's show nice. that flash forward. Any Bill Burr? Not yet. I don't <sighs> think. No, but. Um, I love those Easter eggs of like I love Bill Burr, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, Bill Burr's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's uh, not to. I mean, I'm spoiling a lot of it but hey i mean it's been out for fucking two years i mean jesus christ um so yeah i mean with this flash forward he gets outed and then he calls the guy who hid him in the first place okay the one who hid walter if you're into breaking bad right and he goes you gotta you gotta find me a new place to 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 go like i've been outed and he's just like all right you know give me a minute you know let me call you back this and then he decides at the end of the season, he's like, "No, fuck it." So I think they're going into not only you getting caught up with him becoming the Saul Goodman, um, and like I said, there's Easter eggs everywhere. Like they go to this one place, and then there's the big blow up Statue of Liberty, and he's like, "Hmm," or like <laughs> he walks by and he, he hires somebody to do like this this uh, scam on one of the one of the guys, and it's Huel. You know, okay. and you're like, oh, I know who that is. You know, like they they throw in little things. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to start it, start at three That's or even just because it's a prequel, you know, but it does show that flash forward of like, you know, and then Kim, the girl that's in it. She's <sighs> never she's never mentioned in Breaking Bad. So you're like, what? And they're like together. You're like, what the hell's going to happen to her? Like and they 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 do a lot of flash forwards. I highly recommend it. So that's that's what I oh, that was the major she, one that I get into. How did she die? <laughs> how did the parents die? Um, the only other thing I watched after that, which you probably have not seen, hmm? uh, but uh, I believe it was also on AMC Plus. It's a it's a Shutter thing. It was uh, a TV show called Cursed Films. Um, I did post something. If you go onto the Facebook. Uh, our Facebook page, there was a thing that they showed. It's basically about movies and how, you know, The Exorcist and The Omen and how they're saying that these things were cursed. But then what was interesting was a lot of these people were like, dude, this shit happens a long time. Like, it's not. Yeah. You know, people get it like, oh, the curse of The Exorcist. Oh, like with Poltergeist. Yeah, Poltergeist was one of them, too. Um, and, you know, it, it, if you're if you're a movie nerd like us um, and you're into horror movies like me or you or whatever and uh, – you're interested in see how the sausage is made and all these theories and stuff, but there is one thing that they put on there. It's a, it's a test. Now I urge anybody, and I'll, I'll show my pal when we hang up, uh, hang up, um, this this uh, test to see if you uh, can can do it. It's they show it, and I don't want to spoil it because you should just do it. Because um, I did it. Just do and it. And then once they reveal it, you're like, oh shit, I did not see that. <laughs> so. It's interesting. Other than that, you know, uh, you you up with the Moon Knight still? Oh, I am so up with Moon Knight. Yeah, I am all caught up and fucking balls deep in Moon Knight. See, I'm I'm kind of torn. I I'm, I'm I'm current because I'm a Marvel shell, 
but I don't know. Like it's it's getting better. Uh, so, oh, the selective attention test. Yes, I've done that. Oh, you've done that with the yeah. gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I first did it, I did not see the fucking gorilla. And I had to rewind it and go back because oh. he was like, you know, you count how many times the, the ball's getting passed to the white shirts. And you're watching it and you're watching it and I'm counting and I'm like, okay, 13. And the guy goes, it was 13 ball. And I was like, yes, I got it. I was, and he goes, did you see the gorilla? And I'm like, what gorilla? I had I did not see it at all. And I had, and, and he goes, and the guy in the thing says, you know, I didn't. This isn't a different clip. You can rewind it and watch. And sure as shit, fucking gorilla walks in the middle of it. I did not see it at all. He stops for a second too and just does like a yeah, mm. yeah. It's not like just a, a a fast walk. He stops. He looks. He does the thing. I did not see it at all. Uh, and that was his thing. It was like people see things and assume, oh, you know, that's that's what it is. It's cursed. But it, in reality, it's like you're not paying attention. To this other stuff that's going on. Well, I so. mean, come on, that's like in in fucking Moon Knight, where he's like, you know, to me this is a pen. I write with it. To my dog, it's a fucking chew toy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna see what you expect to see and you want to see. It's like those things, like where they're like, it's got the whole alphabet or something like that. It's like only you know ten percent of the people can find the mistake. Yeah, and the mistake is actually it's like only ten percent of the the people yeah and they put the twice and it's like because you're gonna see what you expect to see if you can read this upside down you're a genius now and just give me your four not, not to go your social <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was your what you, you know if you're thinking of your favorite pet put his name here and we'll all think of him it's like okay you just literally are giving people how to hack your password um not to go super nerd on you but it's the same thing i tell my students they my in my programming classes and i didn't even invent this thing i they get a rubber duck I, I give every one of them a little rubber duck, and it's like, I'm like, that's your code duck. And I'm like, what's it for? I was like, when you're going through your code and you're trying to figure out what the fuck you did wrong, I was like, put the duck there and explain your code to the duck. Like, walk through and go, okay, so this line is supposed to do this, and then there's my print this, and then, uh, and then you got this. I was like, and by explaining it to the duck, it'll help you find your mistake because you're looking more detailed at what you've typed. Huh. Like, you're looking better at your code. You're having to... Look at it so you can explain it to this fucking rubber duck. You want to buy a duck? And that's a what? A duck. Does it quack? Of course it quacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one with my class. I explained that one. They didn't know that one. Oh, so, really? Okay. So, like, and they always will invariably. I'm like, did you explain it to your duck? And they're like, well, I don't have my duck today. I was like, all right, well, bring your computer over. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, so what's going on? Like, so, like, I was trying to get, and they started explaining. They go, oh, wait, I typed the word wrong there. Okay. Glad to be your duck. You turn around, you're dressed as a duck. <laughs> I want to get like a rubber duck hat so when they come up to me, I just be like, uh, you need help with your code? Hold on a second. And put the hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Please, explain your code to me. I'm, I'm a duck. You got to talk to me because I'm a duck. Um, no, that's that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I'm going to bring that up too. I'm going to use that. I have a magic gin in my office. Maybe I can talk to magic gin. Magic, you have a gin? A magic gin. It's the little guy that you... Yeah. Think of an animal. We had a scorecard in my office. People like would come questions. in and try to figure out, is this animal furry in the balls? That's what I thought. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that thing. So, yeah, I mean, other than that. Uh, the only thing I have is a sarcastic nine ball. <laughs> sarcastic nine ball. Oh, yeah, ball. You, you, it's like an eight ball, but it's a nine ball. Yeah. And you're like, will I win? Will I be rich? And you turn it over. It's like. 
Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it's it's, sarcas- <laughs> it's sarcastic answers. It's the sarcastic nine ball. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, as, as far as the the, uh, the TV stuff goes, like, yeah, Moon Knight, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of lost, but I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, where are you lost? Well, it's just, I mean, I get it. Uh, like, who is the, I mean, there's there's Steve. Who's the, there's, there's Steve and there's Mark. Steve and there's now, Mark. Now, Steven is the alternate. Everybody thinks Steven is the prime. Yeah. And he's not. Mark is the prime. Mark is the the original like that's the that he's really he's, Mark. He's really Mark. Steven is one of the alternates. That's one of his alternate personalities. Now J- is it James or there's a third one that we haven't met yet because there's a couple of scenes where Steven and Mark are like going back and forth. Yeah. And it's like why why did you do that? He's like I didn't do it. Well, who did? I don't know. And then they just breeze past it. Mm. There's a third personality that's fucking batshit crazy. Mm. I hate saying batshit crazy. I'll get to get in trouble for that one. But he's just fucking balls to the wall, wants to kill everything kind of thing. And in the last episode, when they're in the mental hospital, I yeah. really believe that that's he's been shot. He's dying. Yeah, that the whole thing, too. Yeah. And because he can't be brought back to life because uh, the what the fuck is the the Egyptian Kanchu has been turned into his little statue thing. He's gonna die. But now the hippo god, who's the <laughs> god of like uh, fertility, it's like the fertility god. It's just one of the Egyptian gods is yeah. now coming to him. The mental hospital, I think, is like he's dying and it's in his head. And now his personality is together. And in that third sarcophagus, the red one, is that other personality. Oh. And it's shaking. And I think what's going to happen next is they're going to open it up, let him out. And they're going to have to, like, team up to stop the uh, the fucking crazy personality. The hippo is going to revive. They're going to get control of the personalities, get everything straight. Okay. And then the hippo is going to be like, all right, I'm going to bring you back to life so you can fit. So you can stop them from raising Ahmet. Okay. <laughs> it's a, That's what I it's, think it's is going to really happen. I mean, that last episode, the, that whole 12 Monkeys vibe of like, because it keeps you guessing. Like, you're like, wait, is this all in his head? Or like, yeah. it, you know, who's the real, like, is Steven the real person? Is Mark the real person? I thought, like, in the beginning, I'm thinking Steven is the guy, the real person. Mark is just some, all you know, his wannabe hero guy yep but then it turns out like mark they need they need each other to figure out certain things it's pretty but i'm like you know and when they talk about being trapped inside i think now that he's dying both of those two personalities mark the prime and steven the alternate Mm -hmm. are now trapped inside together because he's dying so Uh, now they like are like holy shit we found each other we got to finish this and get this shit worked out yeah and then they'll he'll come back and and I don't think he found that statue down the throat of Alexander. Spoiler. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's a fucking, fucking it's the dogs up there. Bring a bumpy sheesh. They they uh that statue he pulled out of Alexander the Great's mouth mm-hmm. of Ahmet. Okay. I don't think he has that. When he told her run i'll i'll stall them or whatever i'll yeah. take care of this i think he gave her the statue so he uh, sh- the, ethan hawk's character shoots him mm-hmm. he falls down but he doesn't have the fucking statue that i don't think he's got the statue he wants so now they're gonna have to go after her 
There is chaos a brewing <laughs> upstairs in my house. It's because I think Kate just came back from like being picking up Mila from softball. Yeah, we're at the CCC today. Uh, and then letting out the dogs, and it's like, <laughs> they're going nuts. Four fucking dogs. I love them. Love them. Yeah, so, yeah, that's been interesting. I'm glad you explained that to me, because it, it, it's not a watch, you know, watch while you're looking at your phone kind of show. No. Wait, what the fuck? Why is there a hippo here? And it loosely follows the comic book. Like, mm. there's a whole run of him in the mental hospital. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a certain part. I mean, you know, the type of person... I could see a lot of people being like, "Well, where's the dude in the suit? Like, where's you know? I want I want to see more of him." Yeah. Which I'm kind of like that too. But also, it's fascinating just the, as far as like, I don't know who's the real person and this. And Mark's now, the real person. And now it's like he's in a mental, and you see all this stuff. If we're being correct with the current psychological term terminology, the original person who's the original um, identity. Mm -hmm. Is the is called the prime, okay. and then all the sub identities for the most part are referred to as the alternates. So in essence, it's not like my father used to say he's batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he used to say you're nuttier than a shit house rat. That's, That's right, nuttier than a fruitcake. <laughs> yes. Now, yeah. So besides that, uh, the other ones, I mean, Minx and Winning Time, I'm still behind a little bit on. All caught up. Yeah, Minx. You know, it's, it's you know, it's only so. It's many over people, now. So many cocks I can look at i think minx is over i think it was that was the last one it, it the, don't get me wrong winning time and minx great shows um i always just need that weekend uh, look, of, I, like let me binge a couple well i will say this past weekend's <laughs> winning time was really fucking good mm. that was the whole celtics Ooh, shit my boy larry bird the one before it i'm watching mm. i was just like <clears throat> snooze fest on that one yeah gotta get through some of that stuff so yeah i mean there, i mean there's tons of stuff to watch kids you know uh get on it you know if you, you got souls you got marvel you got obi-wan coming up next month it's good times it's a good time oh, to be I a nerd it's a good time to be a freaking media whore so so yeah. now let me ask you Yeah, tits indeed, everyone. Yeah. Do we have music? Oh my God, do we have music? We got a ton of music. I've even got two to add on to your little listy here. Nice, yes, definitely. So the the ones that I noticed uh, going through my extensive research called Spotify Discover, a um, <laughs> couple of singles. Uh, it's like like as usual. It's it's a lot of singles, which is cool. You know, we're in that age now where it's almost like the fifties, where it's like you know, release a single. Um, I don't know if we talked about them on the podcast before. There's a band uh, called A Vulture Wake. No. Uh, punk band. It's the um, the last singer that was in All. Okay. Uh, who he, he was like one of my favorite singers in All. Um, he has a band called A Vulture Wake. They have a new single out called Red, which I added to the playlist. It's very... It's not as technical as All, but it's still in that punk version. Like, a Vulture you know, Wake. Yeah, it, like Nerd Herder, uh, Nerf or whatever. It's nerd Nerf Herder. Herder. Uh, the last two uh, problematic, the last two all records. Or his, he's the singer. Okay. One of my favorites out of all the all singers. He was my favorite. Um, so he's got a little punk trio called The Vulture Wake. And they put out an album a couple of years ago. They just came out with another single called uh, Red. It's freaking awesome. Red. Uh, yeah, if you, if you like... 
the all stuff. Chad. You know. Um, Chad Price? Yes. Yeah. He's really good. And, you know, he was great in the documentary, The Descendants yes. documentary. Um, Which is another, everybody should watch that. Everybody should. I filmage. Own yeah, Filmage. I, I own it. It's freaking, Me too. It's a masterpiece. Um, so, yeah, if you're into that, uh, the all stuff, it's very similar. It reminds me a lot of... Uh, uh, the other band we talked about, Field Day, which I finally figured out. We were talking about it's. It's got the guys from uh, Dag Nasty in it, right? Okay. The, and they kept saying Descendants, <laughs> Dag Nasty members, and I'm like Descendants. He was the bass player in Field Day. Was one of the bass before Carl. Carl. He okay. Was in, like it, it, he wasn't the original bass player. He was like the second. One. I'm like. Does that really count? I don't even think he was on a record. <laughs> That's like, who was the fucking... It was Cliff Burton, and there was another bass player. That would be... Uh, oh, something McGovern. Yeah, and then yeah. Jason Newstead. Well, no, he no. was he was before Cliff Burton. There was, but there was McGovern, th- then it was Cliff Burton, then it was Jason Newstead. I feel like there was another... But it's like, there's always that like, well, we just got to finish this fucking tour, so you're going to come play bass. Yeah, yeah, that happens once in a while, you know. That was an interesting story. If you guys are um, fans of the Deftones, uh, the bass player finally quit, and it was interesting. Like, I was and, – and, and, you know, one of the things, if you do notice on some of these uh, things, I do comment as the podcast, so oh. – which does help with uh, with views. Um, they Deftones went through a whole thing, too. I, I wish I remember the bass player's name. He took over for uh, Chi, who, who was in a coma for a while and died, and he's been in the band for, like – over a decade, recorded a bunch of albums with him. Uh, he finally left, and he the reason he did is he's like, I've they never made me like a full member. Like he was just a hired guy. For you know the other three guys were reaping all the kind of like Mark Wahlberg and uh, Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, he was just you're a, just a fucking replacement. Yeah, yeah, and then after a while, it's like, look, dude, your your bass player died. You get this other bass player who's been on like at least four or five albums with you. He's contributed. He's toured. You don't make him a member of the band. No. That it's like it's us three, and then you're a, you're a hired gun. So he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm out," you know. And people were like, "I can't believe that." And I was like, "Look, man, it's it doesn't matter. It's business, right? It's the music business, and people got to realize that." Like, you know, one of my mo- my favorite ones, uh, the history of the Eagles, who showed. Uh, how much of a dick Glenn Fry and fucking what's his face were, because when they reunited, and it feels so good. Yeah, exactly. There's Don Henley and and uh, uh, Glenn Fry. Right. They 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 were like, eh, we're gonna get the Eagles back together. So, um, they go to Joe Walsh, who's fucking the coolest member of the Eagles. Just two By words: far. James Gang. That's it. That's all you got to say. He don't need that shit, but he made them cool, right? They said. We'll do it, uh, but you got to go to rehab because he was a mess. So he said, okay, clean himself up. The bass player, I always forget his name. He had like one song or whatever. And then there's Don Felder, the other guitar player, one of the original guitar players. They said when they got back together, they said, we're going to do this tour, but uh, Don Henley and Glenn Fry are going to get more money than you guys. You're just going to be hired guns. Because they said, well, well, the Eagles were broken up. We did our own solo albums, and we were, we kept the name alive. So now that we're reuniting, we're going to get more money than you guys. Because we're bigger names. Yeah, yeah, because they were like, we, we, kept the, we kept the legacy going. 
So Joe Walsh is like, fuck it, I'm sober. I don't give a shit. Okay, cool. You know, I got, you know, I'm I'm cool than all you guys put together. The bass player is like, nope, I haven't seen fucking a stage in 20 years. Okay, cool, I'll do it. Don Felder uh, was like, fuck no, we're supposed to be a team. And they fucking booted him. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> you know, and I, I give it to Don Felder. He's just like, fuck you, man. We started this band together. Now you're going to make more just because you wrote the fucking heat is on? Who gives a shit? Um, well, it's on the street. It is. <laughs> Wait, does my cup do that? <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try it here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to bring you back to the old times of the old frontier. <laughs> I got my spittoon. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast goes on for eight hours. <laughs> Um, this podcast brought to you by Skull. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely went off on a tangent there. But uh, as far as other music that's out there, um, I don't know if you want to hit a little, uh, I thought they were dead. Oh, there's an I thought that, where the fuck is the I thought they was dead? It's in there somewhere. I, oh, back in the day, phone yeah, call. Yeah, oh, well. it, it's the button labeled so. dead. Yeah, well, <laughs> this, this, huh? this is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. Guess what, kids? A Flock of Seagulls just put out a new song. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> and I did put it on the playlist. It ain't bad. It, it ain't good. It ain't good. It ain't bad. No, they put out a song called Messages, and I was like, fuck, they're putting out music still? The Iran guys? You know, they, the, the singer, that is, a, that is a testament to don't use too much hairspray because his fucking hair is gone. Oh, yeah. Um, all that shit. Um, like song called Messages, jungle. I put it on the... Uh, on the pod, uh, the podcast, uh, Spotify playlist. Also, just to, just to be quick, I mean, there's singles of glory. Primus has a new song out. Crowbot, we talked about them. They're on the playlist. They got another new song out. Def Leppard has a new song out. Better than the last one. Didn't put it on the list, though. Licorice Quartet has another single out. Creator, Destruction, Jesus. all the metal classics. Everybody's got singles out. And it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of like, Shit, I'm an album guy, you know? Um, but it's cool to hear. So the other ones, the, the other two that I put on there real quick. Did you hear about that band Third Secret? No. That's been out? Came out of nowhere. Um, they released an album. It's uh, Chris Novoselic from Nirvana, Kim Thale, and the drummer Matt Cameron, I believe, from Soundgarden. Okay. Um, start of the band. Got a girl singer. Oh, did you put you posted this on the yeah. Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, just that they didn't announce, they didn't make a big to do or anything like that. It's like, hey guys, we just put out a whole album, and you're like, okay, it's good. It's it, I, I'm I'm glad to see Kim Thale from Soundgarden, the guitar player, actually doing stuff again. Since Chris Cornell passed, he hasn't done anything. Um, so he's they're doing this new band. It's pretty cool. It's called the Third Secret, not the Third Secret, but Third Secret. Um, if you get a chance to check him out, also, um, I I put some. Other other songs on it just because there's a there's a band I don't know if you've ever heard of them called Red Gold Green, no, uh, rap band, but they do incorporate uh, live music. The okay. reason I, I I got hooked up to them because they had a song which I put on the Spotify playlist. Um, Dave Grohl played drums on it. Oh, um, they're really good hip hop band, um, and they incorporate live, uh, you know, real instruments and, and stuff like that into it. They're called Red Gold Green. One of them's dressed 
they, they have like basically Adidas suits. One's a green one, one's a gold one, one's a of red one. Of course it is. They have a couple albums out. They just put out a live EP. Um, but I did put some of their old songs just because I'm the type of person that's like, you know, I, I'm not into the new hip hop. Like, my kids listen to it. Uh, fucking Tyler the Creator. I'm like, okay, you know, like I'm one of those old fogies when it comes to hip hop, where I'm like, they didn't put out a good rap band since 1999. Yeah, but Red Gold Green, man, they got a bunch of songs uh, albums out. They put out an EP. I put two songs. Clap back, dude. If you're not jumping up and down when you hear a song, clap back. Fuck you. It's great. Uh, and they're a great live band. I want to go see them. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it with the new stuff. There's a ton of music out there, kids. Go find it. There is. And go support it, will you? <laughs> Easter ham. Oh, it looks like an Easter ham. Mm, I love tits. Now, listen, that that's another Hey Pal, What's new thing here. Uh, mm-hmm. I did check out, because I, I want to buy it. I'm just on the fence, uh, that the Lake Mayapak gear yes. has the Rodak shirt. Yes. But they also have a Dino and the Destroyers shirt. No. Yes. The maitre d' of music? Yep. <laughs> uh, he must have struck some deal with Dino, because I know when he did the Tomcat shirts, he said he was given... Portion of the proceeds is for being allowed yeah. to do it goes to the Kellogg family, not the serial people. Yeah, um, twisted. But I'm guessing, like, you know, with the Rodak thing, some of the money goes to one of the Rodaks to, to cover your ass for using their shit. Mm. But I don't know. Is he giving money to Dino? <laughs> yeah, he could use a couple bucks. He played with Ace Frehley forever. Yep. And it's talk about freaking – there's a good story about that. I mean, he played – Dino played with uh, Sebastian Bach. He's played with Jesus. Ace Frehley. All the all the classics. I mean, he's a he's an old local war dog. You know, the guy just. I saw him playing with the guitar, and he's hitting it with the boa. I mean, the guy is freaking so metal. What a weird. Um, yeah, and with uh, Ace Frehley, what sucked is that, you know, he had to pay all these guys for on tour, and he was like, uh, but then like Gene Simmons actually went to him and goes, you know, why uh, I use this solo band for my solo stuff, and they're consummate professionals, and you can get them really cheap. So he hired Gene's solo backup band and got rid of Dino and the rest of the guys. So oh my god! So Dino's still out there, man. That guy, that he's like preserved. He'll never, he'll never go. <laughs> he's a pickle. But, he's a pickled punk. <laughs> he is a pickled punk. That that Dino. But I love him, man. He's great, and he's still playing. I think he just played the Chance recently. The guy just never gave up. Um, which good on him, man. He's a great guitar player. <laughs> I was looking for that one. The old the old school soundboard always comes in handy every now and then. Oh shit. <laughs> Our fans love us. They do. <laughs> All two of them. I think there's one of them on here. Um, that's the soundtrack of my orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> old Dribbles McGee. <laughs> we also got to get the freaking taint sound. <laughs> I'll record that. Next I was gonna time. say you gotta record that. So yeah, uh, th- that I believe is is about it for us guys. Um, just like I said, it's good to be back. Uh, we'll we'll be back in the saddle again. New audio version comes out on Monday. Um, you know, 
like, share, subscribe. Make sure that you check out the website, which now I like, paid please, for. It. Please, <laughs> please it back up again. Please go buy some of our merch, even if you're buying like the Hey Pow What's New magnet. Yeah, yeah, get that's some what helps stuff us, out there. That's what helps us keep the lights on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, and only some of those shirts, like Jackpot Jordy and Guru Master, and they're only out for a limited time. So yeah, so everybody, yeah, definitely likes you. We, you know, the. Uh, the subscriptions and the downloads have been increasing, so even when we weren't around, so thank you for that. Um, yep. Check out the Spotify playlist. Interesting enough, we get more listeners on Apple Podcasts than Spotify. So fuck you, the, Spotify. Yeah, get on the Spotify. Will I, I will tell you, uh, someone from from the past sent me a message on Facebook the other day. I was going back and forth, like, "How are you doing?" I saw this, I saw that, on because they've been off of Facebook for a while. Oh, and like, and I see you and Greg have a podcast. That's awesome that you guys still hang out. I was like. Yeah. That's what the podcast is about. Exactly. I was like, make sure you listen, like, subscribe, leave us a review. Um, or we just wait, we, wait, we wait, text wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this studio has some better acoustics than mine. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, check out the Spotify playlist. Check out our merchandise. <laughs> and if you want to, God damn, leave it over here. So uh, if you want, oh, to... that's nice. Oh, <laughs> mm, obsession. Um. Yeah, if you want to be a sponsor and actually get live reads, full farts and other good stuff, LakeMayapacGear.com. Go check them out, guys. You can get yourself a Rodak shirt and a Dino and the Destroyers. Um, buy our merch. Buy their merch. Buy everybody's merch. And, uh, you know, if like, you're going to drive tonight, please take a car. That's right. Like, subscribe, smell my ass.